You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, episode 71. I have cable, but I have no TV. This is the Tech Edition Podcast. Today's October the 21st, but you probably won't hear it until next week because we queue the podcast up. But okay, um, my name is Kerry Brown, <laughs> and we have a nice full cast tonight of our usual pundits. Uh, since James is at puns. the top of the list, I'm going to say hello to James first. Hi, James. How are you? I'm doing good. Hope everybody out there is having a good time. Oh, so so when Carrie asked you, you you, you, you give a serious answer. <laughs> hey, I'm being, hey, I'm doing something different every time. Okay, so I gotta keep up. on the toes. <laughs> um, Calarians. Yeah. Redesign. How's it going, man? Yeah, man. An- another a week of uh tech expeditions. You see how we did that, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not too sure I understand how you did that. <laughs> it, it also goes well with grits. Sergio, what's up, man? Nothing much, dude. Um, it's been yeah. a busy, busy week. Wonderful um, idea, the one-liner, random one-liners. It's it's awesome. So. Oh, well, thank you. Awesome. Um, Clarence is on there again, but since I've already talked to him, Carl, what's up, man? Uh, not much in the airport again. Got another overnight flight. These are not fun. Though I do get six hours of first class, but first class actually oh, isn't that great. Dude, you jet set, man. You're living the dream. You know who else Ooh. is living the dream? Henry, how's it going, man? Excellent, man. Everything's great. You, then, is, your, uh, is your story uh, Maple, Maple in okay? Yeah. <laughs> Maple in It's good, man. <laughs> so, so do you find time to Maple when you're in Miami? I wouldn't either. I can't, I can't make one on my, my work laptop, so unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah, my I need to go buy me another laptop. That sounds so wrong. Just for vaping. Enjoying that, that silver Delta status? Get you, man. Get you, okay? <laughs> okay you get yeah. first class all the time? Yeah, I'm eight flights from Platinum. It's, it's crazy. Oh, you are? This is too much wine. Uh, Y'all about to break a hundred. Speaking Dug-o. of platinum, sometimes people <laughs> rob rob um um places for platinum. Um, <laughs> James, do you have a story about somebody getting robbed? Well, it's been a developing story. Uh, earlier today, as some of you may have known, well, today uh, the twenty-first, of course, as Carrie already said. A GameStop in California reportedly has been held up earlier today. Now, there was a whole lot of stuff going on. People were like, oh, there was gunshots, blah, blah. Well, there was a fire, and it did spread through the mall a little bit. Uh, nobody was hurt. But uh, the guy, a 23-year-old Alexander Biggie, I swear his name's Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be safe to say that after doing this, he's now notorious? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Maybe. Does he love it when they call him Big Papa? <laughs> well, I don't think. He, I think he'll be the one who's saying Big Papa when he gets into. Oh, you know, man. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. judge for one more chance. Call me Big Papa. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, Oh, so, I'm still, though, we have nothing as to why he did it. 
is, you know, unless he was pissed off about the fact, you know, that GameStop employees hounded him for pre-orders or peripherals or the edge card or whatever. Yeah. Hell, you know. I, I was just going to say GameStop doesn't strike me as the uh, place with, you know, excess amounts of cash on hand. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, didn't uh, what came out last week? Medal of Honor. Rob, he's like, give me a copy of Medal of Honor. This is Robin on release night. If you're gonna do that, anything, that's, yeah, that's what it was. They just wanted a copy of the new, the new games. Now they asked <laughs> him. They asked him if he wanted to guarantee his copy of of Halo Five, and that sent him over the edge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought wow. that was very interesting. Uh, talking about over the edge. Uh, how many of you guys? <laughs> Uh, I don't know about Cabela. I saw this today. Cabela? You mean the uh, the uh, the the deer company? Yep, the deer the hunting company that also does all those uh, redneck shooting arcade games we see in uh, WalMarts and lots of other places with the shotguns. Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh yeah, there you go. He's pizza. Well. They have been their games have been really big on the Wii. They've had all kinds of portals come out. <laughs> well, they have made a peripheral to work with the 360 and the PS3 that comes with its own sensor bar. What? Yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't make it to where it would work with the Kinect or with the PlayStation. Uh, you know, the PSI or anything like that. No, you have to get this thing that has its own sensor bar. So does it work with the 360 and stuff with the sensor bar? Yeah, no, what I mean is it comes with a sensor bar for the 360 and a sensor bar for the PS3, depending on which version you get. I think it's mm-hmm. basically... Uh, it's got dual analog that... sticks on it. What's that? I, said, I, I think it's good that they did do that. See that? If it if it worked with the the move and the and the connect, then that's that's a See? chance they taking that you're buying that stuff instead of just giving you what no, you no, need. No 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 no. It does place. not. It does not work with those. Oh yeah, I'm saying it's good See? that they did make an all inclusive you know package instead this of banking is... on people to. Oh that true true. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just just interject for a second here. This is on um, one case of reinventing the wheel when it doesn't need to be I mean in this application light gun technology works fine why why do you need why do you need Wii support for this like, yeah light gun technology serious. actually works better yeah exactly <laughs> I mean why why do you need the slow sluggish um cursor going around the screen um other than to say you have it and put it on the box I, I don't know. I don't know why. That's one of those things I just don't get. I've I've looked stuff up on this, and I tell you right now, uh, Activision—they're all about it, man. They're all happy with this thing and everything else. But if you if you've enjoyed the Cabela's and you've wanted to play it in a bit of a higher definition, this is the way to go. Personally, I think it's bullshit. I don't want to have to have a sense of bar stuck somewhere. More wires running, you know, it, it's clutter. Yeah, I mean, that's it's where you're it's, sticking that sensor bar, buddy. And it's almost like at this point, it's a 
like way too late. I mean, if they would have did it when the Wii first came out, maybe I could maybe see the justification in having it. But now, like Carl said, we have the uh, connect and we have the move. It's kind of kind of too little, too late. Yeah, and uh, now if they would set it to where I don't know. It, personally, I'm waiting to see some guys get a move, get one of these, and do some modding because I'm pretty sure we we'll see some very interesting stuff come up from that. Because there's just some guys with way too much time on their hands that are talented. Yeah, I will admit but, though, um, aesthetically speaking, I mean it's it's a pretty um awesome looking boomstick. I mean. Yeah, well, they 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 took a lot of time into it. Uh, That's why it's so late. <laughs> it doesn't have any buttons on it or uh, or shoulder buttons, so you don't. So they basically straight up said, you know, you you're not really gonna be able to use this for first person shooters because there's only two games that this works with, and they're both Cabela's games. So so is uh, like Microsoft and uh, Sony actually licensing this to be used, or is it like just some rogue? Uh, yeah. peripheral. <laughs> I mean, you it have is, to license on the Xbox. To be used you have on the to yeah. license to use on the PS3. Wow. Because uh, if you look at the picture with the article, you'll see a little where the clip is. There's a little button. Depending on which version you have, that's where the home <laughs> or the Xbox button is. No, no, where the fake clip is. Because <laughs> it's not real. It's plastic. <laughs> with the anatomy of the weapon. The clip. So, but thank you for the semantics. You're welcome. But now there were some interesting things about it that I did think that were pretty interesting. The stock telescope, so you can have it longer or shorter. The scope moves forward or back on the rail system on the top of the what on top of the peripheral. You know, if you want it closer or further away. Um, Can you take it off? Because how far are you can. really going to be from your TV? Well, that's the thing, though. They have uh, a gameplay mechanic uh, for like a hunting view, like the detective mode or the scanner mode, where there's like a red haze and you can look through the scope and see through the haze for tracking purposes. Uh, right. I, personally, I think it's a whole lot of superfluous. Isn't that a horrible game? Uh, Clarence, save us. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason our time is not here yet. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, but talking about redesigning uh-oh. something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. We, so we know we're on the horizon of the Connect release, and uh, Microsoft has done a full redesign of the Xbox.com website, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but also, they've moved uh, the avatar editing to the web. So, yeah, this is pretty awesome. So you can go, uh, let's see, uh, live.xbox.com slash eek, <laughs> en-us slash avatar editor. And from here, if you log in, you can actually edit your avatar here. Now, if you notice, they're, they're going to be showing the newer avatars which are more flexible which are more aesthetic uh more atomically correct uh, but from here if you add something you know to your avatar whatever make a change uh take a picture whatever you can go back to your your dashboard and the updates will be there all in the cloud so pretty cool yeah that's pretty awesome 
So I guess all those people who get Windows 7 phones and get a live account can now have Avatar associated with those live accounts if they don't own 360s. That's why they did it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I just I, I hope they do some sort of I know most of this live integration is going to be exclusive to Windows Phone 7, but um, I hope they come out with like a more robust um, application for the other platforms because like somebody it's third party. I don't know how they do this, but I've got an app on my Android phone now and you um, you can send messages to people and see who's online on Xbox Live, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I think they have some sort of API going. I don't know the details of it, but isn't it a Windows Messenger, Windows Live Messenger? I know there's lots of uh, universal, you know, chat programs that use that, and I think, you know, that's integrated into Xbox Live now, isn't it? Yeah, but I think it's still separate from the the live messaging. It's a different, uh, I don't know, server or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but just just cool. Uh, another way to 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 pretty up your avatar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I can imagine it'd be faster. Uh, well, wow, I have no transition for this at all. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of Xbox, design. let's talk about the Wii. Ho, ho. Um, Nintendo announced <laughs> that uh, with the, the, the birthday of Mario, of course, they've got all kinds of weird things going on, you know, in Japan, uh, like with the release of Super Mario All-Stars. But at Stateside, they announced that there's going to be a red Wii and a red DSi XL. And they're going to come with Mario games. Wait, isn't there already a red DSi? Uh, no, there's a red DS Lite. It's like I'd rose be kind of color. worried if my weed uh, was red. <laughs> you should play. Friction. You should stop uh. playing with it then if it's red. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 um the Wii comes with a copy of New Super Mario Brothers Wii along with Wii Sports. Dude, that's so nostalgic, man. When I saw it, like that Mario on there, that's the first time I really wanted a Wii. <laughs> Like, oh, Mario packed in again. That's like classic. Yeah. Wow. I must admit, the red is pretty nice. It's pretty oh, nice. yes, yes. It's, it's Mario red. And the, the DSi itself, uh, uh, probably. I don't, I don't, let me see. What's the extra game there? I wonder. Well, it's, it's already, it already came with uh, Wii Sports Resort. 200 bucks. So, so yeah, it's the same price. Does it come with the new with Mario now? Mario's still fifty bucks in the store. What about the, so the, the new Bosch? Okay, yeah, it comes with the remote plus. That's what I was asking. Yeah, it comes with the the, the magic remote plus without the the But uh, the the DSi XL comes with Mario Kart DS, which that game is ancient. That game's like five years old. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome though, but yeah, it's great. But I guess you're trying to play the Mario thing. I don't know. Uh, what what I find interesting is the DSi XL already comes with two pre-installed DSiWare games. Uh, they're both Brain Age games because they assume that old folks are going to buy the DSi XL. <laughs> but there are Mario games on the DSiWare store. Why didn't they pack those in instead? I guess because they knew you'd buy them anyway. <laughs> well, why didn't they just pack in you know new Super Mario Brothers DA? Which, I mean, I it's, guess... It seems closer to a Mario Anniversary title, sort of. Yeah. I don't Just know. like the Wii. 
of course, of course, the first thing we do is just pick apart their decision to make this a red, red Wii, which is fantastic looking. So, I still want my neon green. Neon green. Dude, you were like, I want a black one. And then they release a black one, and you're like, no, I don't want a black one. <laughs> make up your damn mind. Uh, but, if yeah, if you don't have a Wii yet, if you're one of the seven people that don't have a Wii yet, pick it up. Both of those games are awesome, so... Uh, what, 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 what about that Wii knockoff? Wii knockoff? You mean the move? Yeah, 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 that oh. one. <laughs> Sony, Sony is touting that they have moved a million moves. And what I mean by moved is they have shipped one million <laughs> moves to stores. Oh, that's not, uh, they haven't actually sold a million? Uh, no, no. They, they clearly state that they have shipped to retailers one million moves. Why, why would they... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> they needed some pot. They were trying to get a round number, and I guess uh, I don't know, four hundred seventy-two thousand didn't sound good. I just you know what makes out there. What makes me mad is now, like you won't even be able to trust sales figures anymore because MPD won't be releasing. Like you know how every month they release the sale numbers, they won't be doing that anymore. So yeah. it's like we'll get more BS stuff like this. Which I'm not surprised if they have sold a million because of what they're like fifty bucks a pop at the cheapest. Then they go up to ninety nine. So, so I mean that's yeah. that's believable. So what's the decision by uh, uh why 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 are they making the decision not to release numbers anymore? They didn't really say. They just announced that they would not be doing it. Wow. And it would be up to the publishers to release the sale figures. Yeah. Will be. That is a step backwards. Very much so. I'll see if I can find a link so y'all know. I'm not BSing about. No, you're that. not BSing. I I heard that news as well, and I saw the the last month's sales results from the NPD, and they were boring because there were no numbers. It was just here are the top ten games. That's it. <laughs> but the but the good news is now they pack all the games together, so it's like instead of having all the SKUs listed separately, it'll say like Dead Rising Two sold the second <laughs> highest amount of copies on all three consoles. So it's all bundled together. All three yeah. consoles? Yeah, it's on PC. It's PC not a isn't a console, it's a PC. P- PC's a console, come on. No, it's not. Yes, it's it a is. Personal com- console it is, it is a, a box that you have to connect to your television. It's you have a, to connect your computer to I, something. It's a, gaming, it's a gaming platform, but it is not a console. It's a console. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Okay, but anyway. <laughs> Everybody's PC so, is different. Is a Mac a console? It, w- w- no. W- w- <laughs> would, a, would a MacBook it's Air be a console, Sergio? A personal computer. <laughs> yeah, Steam, I don't know. Steam one. Steam's a console. Then, oh, there you go. Ah. Steam is not a console. Actually, Steam's Steam not Steam a is, console. Steam is a console. It's a, it's, a digi- it's a digital distribution service or platform. It's not a console. Come on, guys. Seriously. <laughs> I think we're losing all our street cred with that one. I was just trying to be funny. I didn't mean that. I know Steam's not a console. I use Steam every day. Steam is a form of water. All right. What hey, about here's the question. Book? Is on live a console? No. On live's a joke. <laughs> Oh god! Get up and get get to get down on, on live. Is a joke in your town? All right. What about this MacBook? Ah uh, yeah, uh, Apple press conference this past Wednesday. What was it yesterday? What was it Tuesday? Well, anyway, this past week, and 
yeah, new MacBook Air, uh, thinner, faster, uh, much better battery life, uh, higher, higher screen resolution. Uh, they actually showed a picture of the insides of the thing, and it's like actually 80% battery. <laughs> Uh, flash, wow. flash memory on board, and it's not like uh, it's not like the type of hard drive you can pull out. You know, like most solid state memory is now, or solid state hard drives are now. It's like they've actually built yeah, it all it's on soldered, the board. Yeah, it's soldered onto the board. Which it, it, no upgrading that? Yeah, which is bad from an upgrade standpoint. But <laughs> you know how you upgrade it? You buy another one. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they've been <laughs> they've been able to integrate it so like tightly. Consoles. They've been able to integrate it so tightly that they can make this thing like. So freaking small is ridiculous. Um, let's see. At the at the thickest width is point six eighth of an inch, and at its uh, thinnest is eleventh eleventh uh, of uh, of an inch, which is pretty freaking small. Uh, Two point three pounds is what it weighs. So man, this this thing is freaking ridiculous. And most people were thinking uh, from the sales of the last MacBook Air uh, that they went they were kind of maybe going to kill it but it seems like well what they've said themselves is that that they've taken everything they've learned from the iPhone and iPad on how to scale stuff down and, and just make the production process better and make it smaller they've put all that into this thing and they're saying this thing almost is instant on from sleep and it can boot in like 15 seconds or less so it is like pretty ridiculous. I, I think this is going to sell a ridiculous amount of units, and simply because the last everybody wanted the last MacBook Air, but it was like two grand. <laughs> yeah. And this one's only on I say only, but it's it's nine hundred ninety nine dollars, which I mean that is not a bad price. Apple yeah. does this, man. They are experts at this whole. Look how much the last one is. This one's cheaper and it's better, yeah. and it scrolls as smooth as butter. And I would say the only con from my standpoint is that the, although we have flash memory and it's way faster, because, I mean, Apple is like the biggest consumer of flash in the world. Uh, it's much faster, but the only options are 64 gigs and 128 gigs, which is, if you're not going to be doing any heavy working on this thing, which you probably shouldn't be, it, it's probably it's probably perfect. I think they're just going for Why would you get it otherwise? Cause it, cause it, I mean, it's not. Although it's yeah, it's probably, like dual core 1.5 yeah, gigahertz. It's not gigahertz, a shabby right? machine. It's not a shabby machine in, in any <clears throat> at at the least. You know, it's 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 a very it's a respectable machine. The way I look at it, it has some very nice specs. Of course, you're not going to be playing video games or doing any um, freaking video editing on it. But still, it's it's not shabby. Nah. But the only thing the, t- the t- 64 megabyte uh, gigabyte storage kind of. Uh, irks me a little bit you know the thing that i haven't heard people say in which i actually just thought of it makes a whole lot of sense this is as close that this is as close as apple is going to get to a netbook i mean right it, here. Yeah. I, I thought that that's what this was was like apple's netbook in, in all respects yeah because i mean what's the battery life again seven hours like seven of, hours of active wi-fi use uh, thirty yeah, days standby the, time. <laughs> oh wow! Things like eighty percent battery. That's like a cell phone <laughs> standby time. But yeah. So, 
Like this, this is this is better than the iPad. Let's see if I can call my boss to buy me one of these. I mean, and this 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 pretty much what they were going for. If if you don't, if you have to have a keyboard, I mean this this is pretty much a replacement. They have the uh, Magic Touch trackpad, uh, you know, so it uses gestures and everything. And something that was interesting. They actually talked about uh, having a having a screen be touch screen, but they said it is not actually feasible from an upright screen. That it, yeah, it just isn't ergonomically feasible to do that uh, for any extended period of time. Yeah. Another one other, other cool <laughs> one other cool thing I wanted to mention about this, which is something that I was wondering why they didn't do on the last one, is that you know it doesn't have a CD-ROM drive, so if your OS goes kaput, how do you reinstall it? Well, on the last one and even on this one, you can share a CD-ROM drive. But what you also can do is this one comes bundled with a little bitty thumb drive that actually has OS X installed on it. So you can boot off the USB drive and reinstall it, which oh, I think is awesome. That's pretty sweet. I'm going to say most motherboards uh, you know, support bootable flash anyway. Uh, I don't yeah. like netbooks. My netbook, like, I can boot Windows off an of SD card if necessary. <laughs> or... <laughs> I'm pretty sure people be hacking those thumb drives and installing them on other machines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much. All right, let's keep. Go ahead. Oh no, no, that's that's pretty much it. Nvidia graphics, on the thing I wanted to mention, but yeah, very nice specs. Well, she with more uh, Apple news and pretty much Apple, you know, reaching our markets. The iPad is now available from Verizon. So for those <laughs> who you know, don't want an AT ATT contract. You can now go through Verizon and get their data plan. Maybe a little. And they don't seem to have the one without. Which did AT and T sell the one without the three G? Yeah, it's No, no. Verizon, Verizon only sells the Wi-Fi one. Um, you have to buy one of their My My what Wi-Fi's. is it called? My It comes bundled with a MiFi. Oh, that's um, an external thing, isn't it? Yeah, but you can't you can't get the three G one from Verizon yet. That's only AT and T. Maybe, so, so, maybe Walmart. Wait, oh, okay. Yeah, so you uh, use the you use the Wi-Fi to connect to the Wi-Fi to get 3G. <laughs> I got so a Wi-Fi to my Wi-Fi. That's that's it. That's interesting. Yeah. So is this kind a precursor to uh, maybe having a iPhone on Verizon? I'm pretty. I'm well, pretty. We sure already know that's, that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Android's growing at such a rate that they're going to have to do that if they want to survive. Um, it, at the very least, they're going to have to go to more carriers because Android's whooping Apple's butt right now. From a market so, share standpoint, I'm sure I'm sure Apple's still making more money, but so the iPad is now pretty much being available everywhere. It's now also being available at Walmart, also. So. Is there any is there any reason to go to any specific retailer to get it? Because supposedly no one no. is offering discounts, so you might as well just buy it at Walmart with an associate discount, and then go to Verizon to get your MiFi, and you save money. Because the Verizon, the one Verizon is selling is like six fifty or seven hundred, I think. Isn't the isn't the Wi-Fi only one like four four ninety nine or five ninety nine? I'm not sure. It, I guess it depends on which one you get. But I mean, I don't know. I, I'm still confused as to who the iPad is for. But that's just me. People who wanted larger iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> now, now time, now time for our obligatory Team Fortress Two 
plug. Go ahead, Carl. Yes. Yes, everyone's favorite, my favorite, the, the wonderful people at Valve are doing very good. And the custom content that they just released for Team Fortress, which I thought was crazy, who would pay real money for for virtual for you know for virtual content? Like who would pay twenty dollars for a hat for one of their characters? But it seems like a lot of people did because the right. the third. The little indie groups who Valve, you know, let make these items just received their commission checks. And I'm not sure how many checks were of this value, but one guy received $42,000 for his wow. his royalty check for these five, virtual items. Five guys, and they all got around that much. They got around forty grand. Each. All yeah, forty grand each for making a freaking hat. <laughs> I, I need to learn how to program hats. <laughs> My yeah. concern about this, like, I got that. Did you get the email this morning from from Mister Lombardi or whatever? But my only concern was this is like this is like ultra ultra unbalanced gameplay thing. But yeah, actually, I what I found what I found out was is that all these people do is they just make the designs, and then the, um Valve takes the designs that the people make. And then they find gameplay uses for them, and they bounce them and all that other crap. So, so they're yeah. the ones that attach those statistics to it, like why yeah, yeah. the sniper rifle is shooting P. Yeah, they actually give them the Valve actually gives them the stats. The people they just make the actual hats and whatever else, the models and whatnot, which is cool, I guess. Yeah, make some cool it's, stuff. It, it didn't really unbalance too much. I, I'm still slaughtering people and seeing crocodile hats flying all yeah. over the place. I mean, even before they did this, like I have almost no items for this game before they made them purchasable because it's pretty much random <laughs> how you get them. And I mean, there'd be people walking around with with all of the juiced up stuff, and I could still kill them. So I mean, it's not like they're so powerful that you can't kill them, like on Call of Duty Four. But <laughs> I mean, it, it it really doesn't throw the balance off at all. I don't think. And then the funny thing is all of these pay-for-content items can all be acquired by, you know, just playing the game. Yeah. But I guess just like those who who use real money in MapleStory, if you don't feel like waiting, just <laughs> use real cash as a shortcut. Well, uh, that's the thing, though. On the, I do uh, really cool well, on 360, on lo- 360's Live and uh, uh, the PSN Store, there was a lot of games that you had uh, items you could get in game, but you could spend the money to unlock them. So Calibre Four is a big one because you can unlock the weapons yourself, or you could spend the five bucks to unlock, yeah, you know, get the unlock code for the weapons. <laughs> That's funny. You'll be surprised well, the people. No, they even got a Halloween pack with a bunch of Halloween themed weapons for the characters, which I thought was stupid. Yeah, as as weird as this sounds, though, I think this is the way that things are gonna go because I mean, um, Turbine they made Lord of the Rings online. I don't know if you guys heard about this. I'm just bringing it up because it's related. They made Lord of the Rings online free to pay free to play like a month ago, and they've already doubled the revenue they were making per month by making <laughs> it free to play and having it where you pay. You know, if you want certain items or you want to get above level twenty or whatever it is, you pay some money. To unlock it, they've already doubled their revenue. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean that's just like and most like that now, because wonder what happened, what's gonna happen when Star Wars come out with their MMO? Yeah, 
I, I hate to say it, but that's a dying. It's a dying model. Which it's a dying model. It, the whole pay per month to play the game oh, thing. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But yeah. my thing is, if Star Wars is as good as everybody's saying it's going to be, I won't mind. But then again, I'm used to playing MMOs. I won't mind paying the fee. But that's probably going to be the last major game I, I'd say with a with a subscription fee like that. I, I would say this real. I wouldn't mind paying as long as they keep it at fifteen dollars. I mean, if they go up to like twenty five, thirty dollars a month or something like that, then you know, <laughs> it, it's not for me. I mean. I'm, I better be getting um a free lightsaber every month if I'm paying. Yeah, a free different color lightsaber with you know. No, I'm talking about a real one. Oh. <laughs> Thirty dollars a month. Wow. Okay. Wow. I guess I'm next. Um. Yep, all is MMO talk. As you RPGs. speaking of MMOs and paying <laughs> to play games per month, I don't know. A couple months, like about a month ago, um. I pretty much bashed Final Fantasy fourteen because I was so looking forward to this game. Y'all don't know how much I was looking forward to this game. I played Final Fantasy eleven. I played that game off and on since 2003, and I love it. I still love it to this day. They've made some changes to it now that where I'm not as into it, but I was really pumped up for this game. The screenshots were beautiful. Um, they had all these videos talking about all the stuff they were going to do, and then they go on. Um, it's like beta on um, pre-release version of the game. And the game was just so buggy. It was like pre-alpha stage. And I'm like, there's no way this game is going to be ready for the launch, like two weeks from now. And so I canceled my pre-order. And um, I kind of talked about it a little bit on the podcast. But now I feel a little little bit vindicated because the re- review scores are in. And um, the highest mainstream press score for this game, IGN gave it a 55%. Um, game trailers gave it 42%. GameSpot gave it forty percent. GameSpot, GameSpot gave it forty percent. One Up, which One Up loved, like the guy that um, this is why why that makes me feel a lot better and it kind of makes me sad. The guy from One Up that reviewed this game, he loved Final Fantasy Eleven, and like me, he was really pumped about this game and he gave the most thorough review. He gave it a thirty-three percent, which a D. He gave it a thirty-three percent, which is like one of the low. I mean, they don't they don't hand those out. I mean, you you have to go beyond a predetermined level of suckage to get to that. But I mean, the big the biggest issue with this game is though it, it's not that it's bad, which it is, but it's that they released it before. You know, they released it, but they released. They're telling they're asking people to pay fifty dollars, sixty dollars. For a game that's in, it's in pre-alpha state. It's just not ready to be released. Um, and I just real feel feel really bad that they actually numbered this game a Final Fantasy because unlike Eleven, which I think Eleven had one of the strongest stories of any Final Fantasy game, this game just it's it's crap. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about waiting until the product is ready. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, like, two months later, you're going to see a huge patch. <laughs> well, yeah, what they should have did, then, they, they should have just, just released sorry, the game in its, in its messed up, you know, they should have released it in its current, you know, bad state, made it completely free, you know, fixed it, <laughs> patched it, and been like, and been like, okay, we've got everything working. If you want to continue playing and keep your character yeah. in the new final version, now, now pay for the game. Yeah, that, that it's, funny, the, it's funny that you mention it, because they, they extended the 30... 30-day trial to 60 days. So if you actually buy the game and register it before, I think it's October 27th or something, 25th, you get 60 days free 
which <laughs> I guess they wanted to make sure people kept playing it or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's well, one thing. You have to buy the game and then pay a monthly subscription for a, a bunch of buggy crap. I mean. Yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. This game will be good, but it'll probably be a year from now <laughs> before it which, gets before They're going to re-release it at 14 and a half. And with MMOs, that's bad because at lunch, if if it's a horrible game, the damage is pretty much done. I mean... I, I don't see why they even needed to release it this year. Didn't Final Fantasy thirteen come out this year? Well, I mean, I know why they released it this year. They were trying to they were trying to um get it ahead of uh, World of Warcraft Cataclysm ah. because that's when all of the the WoW people that don't play and say they're tired of WoW, they're all going to go out and buy that and start playing again. So um, they were trying to they were trying to get out before Cataclysm, which I understand, but you don't release. A game that isn't done. Yeah. Don't do it. It's unfortunate. 13 sucked too. Yes, it did. (laughs) (laughs) But the one thing I will say about 13 was they didn't release it before it was finished. It was just, I mean, it was just flawed (laughs) from a design standpoint. I mean, they did. My wife has actually stopped playing it. She's playing Tales of Vesperia now. Yeah. (laughs) She's loving that game. I quit about 15 hours in. I was like, screw this. So you were only like 2% in. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't even finish the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I guess I guess buggy software is everywhere, huh? Yes it is. Uh speaking of buggy software. <laughs> so there was a Zune update, a Zune software update like I think it was last week or earlier this week. I, I can't remember when I installed it, but uh when I installed it my computer froze, you know, immediately, and I was like, okay, I wonder. What, I didn't know what it was. I was doing some weird data transfer, so I was just assuming that it was something I did. So I restarted, went back to what I was working on, and it froze again. It's like, what the hell? What, what, the Zune, the Zune software is a pretty stable software, so I didn't know what was going on. Uh, after doing some research, I found that the the most recent update, which I think is four point seven, four point five. 4.7. Uh, apparently, it it can't manage its memory well or its me- memory usage in Windows 7 64 uh, bit, which is is ironically the the system you would want to have <laughs> using the Zune software, seeing as it's the most up to date and most fancy. But uh, if you if you have uh, Windows 7 64 bit and you have Zune, which I'm sure there's like four or five of you out there that do. Don't up- update your software if you haven't already. Uh, I, there's a fix. I was able to fix it. You just have to download this media restore uh, like tool that will reset all of your media shit. And and that's great that there's a fix, but it sucks that it completely wipes your play count and you have to re resync all of your music and your devices with the, with the software. So Wait, it wipes your your near six figure play count. No, 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 no. Like the the stuff that's in the cloud, it doesn't wipe. But it oh, wipes, oh, okay. yeah, it, it it wipes the uh the local memory. So I have to start all over trying to get two hundred listens of all my my artist. Pissed me off. Yeah, the the Zoom software is already a memory hog and it's kind of buggy for some odd reason. It went through my Zoom HD and removed like. 45% of, you know, songs that I already own, like, for no reason. I, I didn't give them bad ratings. I didn't say, I don't want to hear this anymore. I just synced up one day to get some new songs, 
and I looked through the sync list and it had removed like over 300 songs for no reason. And I'm curious as to why it's, hmm. it's I don't know. It may have been yeah. a sync group because I know um, it like groups uh, your stuff together when you sync it so it could have something to do with that if you accidentally removed the group that it was in when you synced it or something. Yeah, yeah, I think we're kind of head around. Yeah, man, but this kind of sucks. One of the things that really pisses me off is when like software comes out and it's supposed to be like compatible with 32-bit or 64-bit. I mean, I've run into this problem before with where the 64-bit version just simply doesn't work at all. And this, I mean, it's not just Zoom, but like any software, you know, it happens like it's a real downer, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was odd when when I was having the problem, I would you know I I do the control alt delete, go to the you know the the uh, the, the task manager, see what was going on, and it, the performance said two percent of my uh, <laughs> my uh, processor was being used, and four gigs out of four gigs of my memory was being used. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, um. Now that Zoom has um, crashed Sergio's computer, we're going to watch TV. <laughs> what, what you got, Carl? Yeah. Yeah, so we can't listen to music. We're going to watch some cartoons. A very adult cartoon. Not sure if anyone's seen this one, but uh, is that one no DC and Marvel all you know, making these little you know, straight-to-DVD animated movies that so far I have liked all of them. And this one is definitely the, is just as good as them all. Um... Anyone who doesn't know the red under the red, it's um, you know Batman has had three Robins. The second Robin actually was killed by the Joker. He somehow came back as the Red Hood guy. He was killing people, all because he wanted to get a reunion between him, Batman, and the Joker to ask Bruce Wayne why he didn't avenge his death by killing the Joker. Lots of gruesome stuff in here. Good movie. I, I say watch it. Got anything to say about it, James? It was it was damn good. Uh, I mean, it it was definitely darker than any of the stuff I'd seen before because Batman's always been fairly dark in any of the cartoons, except for you know the the original live, well, the second live action uh, series. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I have to admit it was it was pretty dark because I mean you really just saw people getting shot and stabbed all over the place. He was just ruthless. Yeah, it, the, the Red it, Hood it, guy was like Spider Man. <laughs> well, I mean, he had all of uh, Batman's training, you know, that Robin and Nightwing, you know, all of them had from from Bruce. He had all of that. It just he he had the balls to just kill people. He just didn't <laughs> give a shit. But he it, was. It, like, that um that plot point though wh- why didn't you avenge my death and kill the Joker it th- that seems like something that's been done way too much in Batman it's like why don't you just kill him you should just kill him kill him man that'll be better why he might well gonna kill <laughs> these him. are good people he had to catch him every time. time he had to catch him every time and that's actually the best part of the movie like does at he the talk end, like this finally... he's Batman <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully not. I'm glad this is this is the good Batman, the the I uh, was Bruce Tim Arthur guy who did uh, the animated series Batman. So this is the good stuff. 
And that's actually like the best scene in the movie when they have that little reunion between Batman, the Joker, and the previous Robin. Come on, the Joker puts on like a great scene because you know the Joker pretty much he pretty much wants to die, or but no one will kill him. Like like it's it's like just it's just so funny. It had me laughing like my ass off at that scene. It's Mark Hamill Joker. Actually, no, that wasn't Mark Hamill, but like. For the first couple of scenes, I was like, dang, I wish it was Mark Hamill. But then I got past that because this was a darker, more twisted Joker as opposed to Mark Hamill's cynical Joker, if that's even a proper descriptive term. Kind of goofy Joker? Yeah. Mm, so so it was more of a Heath Ledger Joker? Actually, maybe. But not the Heath Ledger uh, Joker voice. The Heath Ledger Joker voice is kind of like a pushover sounding Joker. So, so what you're saying is they didn't, they couldn't get Heath Ledger to do the voice. Uh. <laughs> you know, they could have got a, you know, a, you know, broke back Persian to do it. He was closer to Heath than anybody. Uh, <laughs> well, the, this Red Hood character, like I've never heard of him before, but he looks a lot like Red Skull, which is a Marvel character. And they actually got a person in the movie called Black Skull who was pretty much Red Skull with a Black Skull, which is kind of funny. <laughs> wow. The multiverse rears its ugly head again. Always. Just John, John DiMaggio did the voice of the Joker. You know who that is? Bender from player? That's Bender. No, that's, oh, that's Joe DiMaggio. Ma- that's Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> It's, yes, it's also Marcus Phoenix, yeah. Oh, he sure did, dude. The, <laughs> the man got some gears. The guy has range. I'll give him that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he better if he's doing voiceover. I don't know. Some some people that do voiceovers, you can you can tell when, they, when they're when they doing another character. You're like, oh, that's so-and-so, but not that guy. Well, I mean, yeah, there's some people that just have the voice. Like Tony J. We've all grown up listening to Tony J. Who's Tony J? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't think I Jungle grew up Book listening to him. In the Tailspins cartoon, he was Shere Khan. He's done... Oh, that what else voice? did he do? Tony J? Let me let me Google Tony J. Was he the guy Tony in... Um, he was the guy in Ong Bak, right? Huh? Tony <laughs> no. No. Looks like Tony J is an R and B singer. <laughs> no, that's Tony. No, that's Tony, what, Tony, Tony. Was he one of the he Tony, did... Was he one of the Tonys? Tony, yeah. Tony, Tony. <laughs> playing hard to keep. All so right, what are you oh. watching, Gary, or reading? Moving right along. <laughs> reading and watching. I've mentioned this show or OVA many times before. It's Gundam Unicorn. It's Sunrise's new Gundam project. I don't think it's an anniversary project because Gundam UC or Unicorn was actually a novel and they've decided to adapt it into a series. But unlike most Gundam series where they turn it into a weekly type thing that goes on for half a year and then they wait like half a year and then they release another 52 episodes or whatnot, this one is being released in 50-minute OVAs. Um... The first one was released in March, and the second one actually gets released um, really soon. I think it's November the something. Hang on. Give me a second. Should have it up already. 
I think it's November the 12th. But anyway, on Anime News Network, you can actually watch the first 14 minutes of this um, show. And um, it's got some some of the staples of the Gundam. There's a new guy who's going to have the whole char thing with the or um, Zex Marquis, if that was your first Gundam, where they have the mask and you don't really see their face. Um, and he's pretty much going to be Benasher, which is the main character. He's going to be his rival, I guess, of sorts. Because he has an overpowered Gundam that, I mean, he has an overpowered mobile suit that isn't a Gundam. Um, and I imagine they're going to go head to head in this episode. But just watching these first 14 minutes, um, it picks off right, it picks up right where the last episode left off. So, um, Benasher's in the Unicorn Gundam, and he, um, pretty much, I won't tell you how he got in the Gundam. Um, what? Well, of course he opened the hatch, but there's more to it than that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he there's this battle, and he um kind of gets put into the infirmary, and he gets questioned because nobody knows why he's in this mobile suit because it was supposed to be a top secret mobile suit. So they ask him all these questions and whatnot, and that's pretty much where the first 14 minutes ends. Um. The Zex slash Char figure attacks the ship, and I'm assuming that Benazir is going to get back in the Gundam and fight him, but we don't know that yet because it stops at 15 minutes. So I mean, it's it's it kind of kills me because I'm so ready to watch this, but I have to only have to wait a week. So are all these going straight to DVD or Blu-ray? Well, actually, they're being released on the PlayStation Network first. It, it's oh. going to be released on the PlayStation Network October 30th, and it will be dubbed for you people who don't like subtitles. You'll have a you'll have a choice, and then the Blu-ray actually comes out November 12th. And the interesting thing about the series is that, unlike most Gundams or most in, anime or anything, it, it's like a simultaneous release. So we get it the same day Japan does on the PlayStation Store and on Blu-ray. The Blu-rays are multilingual, um, multi-audio tracks, and they have multiple subtitles on them. So this is just it's it's awesome on so many levels. It's actually a good series. They're releasing it simultaneous, and it's on Blu-ray, which is a rarity for American anime these days to see it being released here on Blu-ray because it'll you know it's usually released here at a lower price point. So most Japanese companies ha- make you wait at least like a year or two before you get a Blu-ray over here because they don't want people reverse importing it. And I think I talked about that before. But anyway, I'm really I'm really excited about this. So I'm curious, uh, what type of Gundam is this? Is this the one where everybody got a mech suit, or it's like the Gundam is like this? No, it's like it's it's universal. Yeah, it's Universal Century, so you don't have the 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 boy band cast where each of them has a Gundam, <laughs> <laughs> like Gundam Wing and Gundam C. Hey, and hey, Gundam. I like them. I'm just saying you don't really have that boy band ensemble cast here. You know, you have there's I mean, there's there's multiple mobile suits, but you just don't have that whole everybody. You know, it's not a Gundam bargain sale. Um, <laughs> Gundam actually means something. So, yeah, that's Gundam. You see number two. Check it out. November 12th or October 30th. Man, I don't have a PS3. But I'm pretty sure it's on the internet. Well, you do have a PC, and you play a game on it where people may be doing things they shouldn't. So, yeah, what's your plan, Carl? (laughs) 
yeah, um, you know, since I can't get the super version for my, you know, my console of choice, you know, for Sergio, but my <laughs> gaming, my gaming, <laughs> my gaming device of choice. But as Clarence said, the, all the people are actually still playing Street Fighter on the PC. But now all the cheaters because they don't have, have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody can hear the uh, airport in the background. But, <laughs> but speaker, yeah, uh, yeah, the funny thing though is, like I said, the Street Fighter cheaters are out. They're not cheating as in, you know, actually doing moves they can't do or, you know, hacking the game. Well, everyone is in the ranked matches. Every person has the maximum score of all nines. So if you beat this person, so it's actually helpful for those who want to get their rank up. Because if you beat this person, you get 200 points. If you lose to them, you only lose one point. Because of it, it does some kind of ratio calculation of your two scores. But everyone, there's like so many people I've played now with maximum scores. And they actually are not good players. Like, I beat them easily. It, Could it be more of a, a propagation thing rather than cheating? Because... If so many people get that score and so many people play them, it allows them to ramp up their score faster, therefore uh, bringing more people with maxed out scores. You see what I'm saying? So and with enough cheaters, those who don't cheat can also achieve the high score. But Carl, like man, I, I don't think they're cheating, man. I just think you're that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but how do they get a score of all nines? Like it's, it's like, in, like it's almost impossible to get that. Uh, because you get a loan average about 50 points per person you beat, and that's if your scores are, you know, pretty much within 200 points of each other. So that would take forever to do. It's, but I've probably been playing Street Fighter too long. I wish they would, <laughs> uh, Capcom would release it, which I still don't understand. Capcom said they won't release it because of PC piracy. However, we still got Dead Rising on the PC, and Dude, what else just- did they they're just they're just giving you an excuse. They just don't want to release it. Maybe they couldn't just, couldn't fine tune that controller uh, for the new Street Fighter, and they just didn't want to release it. Anybody Dead Rising Two controller? Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> uh. All right. Um. Next game. The next game is um, not actually has been released yet. There's only a demo. But, you know, Sonic 4 recently came out. Sonic 4 Episode 1, excuse me. And, you know, people have kind of been lukewarm about it. You know, I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, I played it on the 360 the other day. I was like, wow, this is so cool. So I go on Kotaku today, and I see this Sonic fan remix thing, and I look at the screenshots. And it's like, free demo to download. So I download it. And, oh, my goodness, it is the the, it's exactly what I wish Sonic 4 was. <laughs> um, there's there's only three acts, and I mean, there isn't a whole lot going on as far as gameplay, but it's just the art direction and the style. It It's in the feel of Sonic, and you know how in the old Sonics, you know, he doesn't automatically start running full speed when you hold right. He sort of walks slow for a little while, and then he speeds up. I mean, they got the physics of, of, of how Sonic is supposed to react or act in a 2D game they're like spot on and I love the design of Sonic in this and it's it's the effects and everything is just beautiful and well, yeah, I hope he has the blurred feet I, yeah. I really 
I really want the blurred feet back. I'm well, no, he has he has blurred feet in Sonic Four, but it just looks ridiculous. I think the way they <laughs> okay, do it. That was it. Just looked like he was walking extremely faster. Well, no, they they changed. <laughs> they did change that, but this game is pretty, and I hope they actually get to finish it. I hope Sega doesn't send them a cease and desist. <laughs> <Shut down. laughs> um, I mean, because. It's beautiful, dude. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I said about Sonic uh, Four. Uh, I think on the last podcast, uh, I said it is beautiful. It looks good, but it feels more like Sonic Two and a Half rather than Sonic Four because I don't think it's it's not a step above three, but it's probably graphically better than two. But I don't even know if gameplay is better than two. So I mean, this this is like a a true sequel to to three if you. Um, if you want to look at it that way, no homing jump, which makes it even that automatically makes it better than Sonic Four. But <laughs> um, it's just—I mean, seriously, it's free to download. Just download it, check it out. There's some frame rate issues, um, but I'm sure they'll clean it all up. You know, by the, I mean, it's a demo. I mean, it's free. Just check it out. It's beautiful. Okay, I'm done. Um, phoning over the game. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, it's only like 90 megabytes. It's 3X. It's really short. They even have some remix music from Sonic 2 in there. I mean, it's it's just spot on exactly what I wish Sonic 4 was. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of I hope they get that game made, SonicFanRemix.com is currently down. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew something was wrong because I couldn't download it. It kept, it yeah, kept giving the, me an error. You still got the uh, install, don't you? Might have to email that to us. Are you guys going to Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever you link to. It's slash dotted, or that's what they used to call it. It's been dug, I guess, because it, yeah, it was working earlier, um, but now you can't even get to it. I have the file, though, so I'll email it to you guys or something. Yeah. Or or I'll I'll share it. That's what I'll do. I'll share it on Google Docs. Ooh. You know these two. But I'll do it after the podcast, right? so I don't get disconnected. <laughs> Good call. This is my bandwidth sucks. James, so, oh, James, Henry's not playing MapleStory. So is is Henry still here? James Henry Allen is not here. on the podcast. Henry is still here. He had the bill out. Oh. Hello. Oh, hi, sir. hi, Henry. Welcome. So here, apparently, you're playing everything under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last week was more like a, a video game marathon. Haven't done it in a very long time. Just started playing multiple games. Along with MapleStory, but Okay, uh, tell us about the other stuff. <laughs> Ooh. You want to hear about MapleStory? Not again, no. Come on. <laughs> Alright, and um, I've heard that story before. I'm playing as of right now. I'm actually in the middle of uh, Supreme Commander 2. It's a um, RPG. And I actually love that game. For one thing, it's because of the mechs. Another thing is because I can blow everything up that I want to blow up. I, I can see big explosions. Go a nuke bomb, you know, whatever. <laughs> I want to put a nuke. Uh, Carl, let him like, finish. Uh, you sound like everybody that Michael Bay, you know, appeals to. <laughs> uh, Blow it up pretty. I guess the second one was Halo Reach, which y'all probably already talked about multiple times. But, you know, 
I just like shooting people. So I mean, what well, I mean, so have you? Are you? Are you? Are you playing online? Are you playing the single player experience? Uh, what are you? What are you doing with it? Like a mixture of both. Um, I've just finished the um the single player on hard mode. Next, I'm going to legendary. And every now and then I get online just to um, play like the, I guess I think it's the big match or the sixteen big team battle. player. Yeah, big team battle. So, so is this, is this your first Halo game or I, I don't I don't believe. This the, yeah, this okay, is the first. Well, it's not the first one Halo player. I had Halo one and Halo two. Never had, never bought Halo three. Get Halo ODST two. Okay. For all of you who play Halo, every time I hear someone talking about Halo, they always say they're going back to beat it on high difficulty, beat it on legendary mode. The two questions I have is: Do you get anything special for beating on legendary mode? Yes. And is it easy? Ah, uh, thank you, Pamey. Is it easy? No, it's not because easy. Because you will die. I never hear anyone talk you about they beat GoldenEye. <laughs> Seriously, I never hear anyone talk about other games on max difficulty, but everyone immediately says they play Halo on legendary mode. You will I die. One a thing, lot, I promise you. Also, one thing on uh, legendary mode, it's like you get to see a different ending. Like yeah, they, hard, you get one ending. <laughs> legendary, you get the same ending, but it's like it goes a little bit farther, I guess. I'm not really 100% sure on Halo Reach, but that's how Halo 3 was. Yeah, they usually throw in the Easter egg at the ending for if you beat it on Legendary. Oh, the dude, the one on ODST was awesome. <laughs> I truly believe this is one of the few games where, with more people advocating that they have beat it on max difficulty than any other game I can think of. Uh, Yeah, I haven't. And I don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to, so. You don't want the achievement, Sergio? I, I don't have that kind of patience. <laughs> yes, you do. I want, I want, no, no, I don't. I mean, it, like, I, I, can, I can also say, even though it's harder, of course it's harder, it's it's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's still fun, because, um, just for example, um, the first, uh, Force Unleashed, I played that through the regular mode, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go back, try to be on, you know, the hardest level. Dude, that game is freaking murder, and I was not having fun, so I just like quit. So I mean, even with Halo, even though it's harder, it's still achievable and it's still fun. So that's the difference. Yeah. And the thing, it's just the little things that make Halo games fun. So for like, uh, I give you an example on ODST. I come up on this group of group of grunts, and I one shot one of them in the head and kill him with my pistol. This other one runs towards me and he's yelling, "He was my best friend!" And he starts shooting at me. It's like, you don't. I mean, it's just the little things, man. The little things. Ah, uh, yeah. What else you been playing? Uh, I guess, I guess lastly, since y'all want to talk about Maple Story, I guess I talk about that a lot. Um, it's Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep. It's um. If you ever played uh, the Kingdom Hearts, I guess, franchise or whatever, um, this game happens 10 years before the first Kingdom Hearts actually comes out. And you actually play as three different characters. It's like you have to play one character, and then you play the next character, and then you play the third character. And after you get them with the third character, then the story progresses after that, which I haven't got that far on yet. Because I only play it on the plane, but 
So do you play with these characters simultaneously, or is it just one at a time? It's like it's like one at a time. Um, it's like they'll, they'll have a story. Like this this character is doing this, and then when you start the other character, it's like this character was doing. I think we lost you. Or did we speak, lose? Speak to me, Henry. Hey, hey, with me. So, 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 are you saying it shows the same story from different perspectives? Yeah. Okay. Uh, basically. Gotcha. That that crappy Sonic the Hedgehog game for Xbox 360 did that. <laughs> like the like the first one that was supposed to be the reboot. <laughs> oh man. Sonic 2005. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I mean I loved Kingdom Hearts one and two. But there, this story, this this franchise just needs to die. There's nothing else meaningful they can add to the story. I'm sorry, it's just. But I'm sure this is a good game. I'm just saying, like I I have no desire to play any more Kingdom Hearts games. Dude, you used to be diehard for Kingdom Hearts. That's what man. I'm saying. Like all the <laughs> all the questions I had for Kingdom Hearts one got answered in Kingdom Hearts two, and it's like I, it's like they just. Had enough. <laughs> I, I, I would it's like a prequel. Kingdom Hearts three, if, if they actually bring back Sora, you know the three main characters. They got to like make them, make them a little bit older. I mean, I, I would actually play that one. You gotta get you another gaming device. Play the one on the uh, Nintendo DS. It may progress the story more, or it's no, a story that uh, doesn't matter. I think it's like between one and two or something like that. The one on DS, which I'm gonna yeah. buy me a DS soon, so just to play that game. Talking about the wow. 390, 111 billion D and a half days. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I still don't understand that title. Me either. Well, cool, awesome. All right, I'm playing sir. games. So I'm I take it you guys are controller working, man. I got my damn controller working in Dead Rising 2, and that game is, it's okay. Like, I understand, who here has played the first Dead Rising? I played as much as I could take for a quick Yeah, same here. Okay, I, I didn't have the, the, you know, the, the privilege of playing Dead Rising 1 and, and knowing how torturous the, the, just the, the organization of the gameplay is, but one, I don't like that timer. Two, I don't like the organization of the case files in the time frame. Three, I don't like that you have to go to a bathroom to save your game. <laughs> Four, I don't like the fact that your character, his daughter is basically about to turn into a zombie, and you have to find Zombrex to save her. However, at no point does he decide that it's a good idea to run through them all. <laughs> He just lumbers along as if he's a 400-pound fat man with a baseball bat that has spikes in it. And he's like, oh, get out of my way. If your daughter is dying, run. Oh, man. Yeah. But, yeah, that game is a headache. <laughs> man, I, I, didn't, I did not have fun with the first one at all. Once you get past the uniqueness of using different objects to mow down zombies... After that, it pretty much sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got <laughs> really the story tired. Of, uh, eh. 
you know, it's the story's there, and I am kind of interested in what's going on, but I I don't want to play it to get to the end. Like I, I found myself just running around zombies. Exactly what I did. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trotting around <laughs> zombies. So, um, Serge, I know this isn't exactly the same type of game, but would you say have you played No More Heroes? I have played No More Heroes. Is it is it is it more fun than this? Way more fun than that. Okay. Yet, okay. yet it's probably harder. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No More Heroes is hard as hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to check it out because I know they're releasing it on 360 if they haven't already. So, let me yeah. check that out. Uh, but what I suggest is if you're interested in Dead Rising and you, and you think, hey, I'm, I might like this, download Case Rising, or I'm sorry, Dead Rising Case Zero, the $5 uh, prequel. And if you like it, then get Dead Rising 2. This this game is bizarre. And, but but the I, typically I don't play online multiplayer, but I, I played it in Dead Rising 2, and it's kind of cool. Oh, Multiplayer is kind of cool. Because so, it's what's the difference? It's completely different. It, there, there. Of course, there's co-op. You know, you can have people jump in and jump out of your game. Whatever. That sucks. The competitive multiplayer is this thing called Terror is Reality, and Terror is Reality is a TV show that is in the game that it is basically humans destroying zombies in hilarious ways and violent ways for like a reality show. What? <laughs> Yeah, like, that's the you know the, of course the humor that Dead Rising Two is. Um, in the multiplayer, you're actually playing the individual mini games that involve dismembering thousands of zombies at a time. Like there's there's one where you're in this big arena and you're on a motorcycle that has chainsaws strapped to the front of it, and you're competing <laughs> against these three other dudes driving around the 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 arena trying to kill as many zombies as you can. And when you're done, whatever money that you earn from that that multiplayer session, you can place into your save file for your story mode. So that effectively breaks story mode. <laughs> because this Zombrex thing that you're trying to gather to save your daughter can be purchased at any time at like a vendor in the game. So if you just play an ass little multiplayer, go buy the Zombrex and just stay in the safe house. You can just chill for the three days until they t- until the military shows up. Oh, so man. so when you buy Zombricks, does the guy say, "What are you buying? What are you selling?" <laughs> no. Ah. <laughs> uh. That that would that would be nice though. Uh, I'm also playing Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty. Booty? Uh, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank Quest for Beauty. For, for beauty. No, for Booty is a is a downloadable uh, interquel. What's it called when something goes in between two bigger things? Epis- episodic. I don't know. Well, it's it's kind of like an episode. It's it it fits into the story arc that the most recent Ratchet and Clank games have, uh, but it's not as long as them. It's like three to four hours worth of gameplay, mm-hmm. and it's about pirates. And what I've learned from this game is that my love for Ratchet and Clank games is not as strong as my hatred for pirates. <laughs> Wow. Because I I don't like pirates. A lot of R, matey. Oh, yeah, just dumb pirate, non-humor, stuff that's supposed to be funny just isn't. Do they say huzzah? I I don't know. Maybe. And a lot of the the, the gameplay mechanics have been removed because it's, you know, just a 
an abbreviation of a Dratchet and Clank game, and it it just it, it even though it's really short, I'm having trouble finishing it because I'm so bored. I'm I mean on a on a larger scale, what do you think about all these mini episode prequels? It's it's been a lot of these lately that are coming out before the games or. You know, it's, it's just been like a slew of them. I mean, the, we talked about what uh, ignition last week, and mm-hmm. well, th- those are great as marketing tools. You know, this is uh, like Case Case Zero is the perfect example of how to do that. It's a five dollar game that is a game. It's not a demo. It's 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 separate from the 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 actual game, and it tells you exactly what you need to know to play Dead Rising 2. And apparently it was a big hit. The first week it was released, it was the most download most downloaded uh, game ever in a certain amount of time. Like it, it did gangbusters that first week. Wow. I downloaded it, didn't buy it. Yeah, but I I I, I, I don't like but how Ratchet and Clank is different is it was just released as a standalone between the two the two games. The two main games. So it's like a really weak link between two really strong games. Yeah, I, I can see that not meshing well. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I agree with the whole the, the the whole using it as a marketing tool because it's better than having beta access. <laughs> Playing play a busted game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, betas are awesome, but people forget that you're actually working for free. It's not just hey, I get to play this. It's not I get to play this awesome game for free. It's I get to play this um, busted up game mm-hmm. for free. But yeah, um, Carl, and you're, what? Um, yeah, what you got? Yeah, I'm curious. Um, tech roundup. Or tech roundup. As everyone knows, Black Friday and holiday season is coming this year. So what I want to know is. It may not even came out yet, though. But what do you guys think is the the tech gift of the of the holiday season? Like, what is everybody going to buy for someone or for themselves that you know they don't already have? Or is there anything worth getting this year that's really standing out? Amazon Kindle at one twenty nine. That that's that's the ticket gift for this year, I believe. Mm. I, I, think, I yeah, I think I am going to get a Kindle. I have to agree with that. Wow, as a person I, who who reads zero books, I don't agree. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to pick something besides an e-reader, oh, oh, go ahead, Carl. I'm sorry. Oh, I was saying I would probably just hack it and play Tetris on it or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they actually have games on the Kindle, actually. Now. Would that be a console? It'd be an e-reader that plays games. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think it's, that's like the perfect gift for like parents. You know, if you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money, but you know you want to get them something nice. I mean, 129 Wi-Fi enabled. That's, that's and they're pretty, finally affordable. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good sale. Yeah, but, they but, but I iPad prices when they first came out. I don't know. 
Yeah, but 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 yeah, I, th- I think we're missing the point of the question because the, the question was that the it gift we the it gift is never something that's reasonable. It's it's never yes, something. Yes, it is. That, no, it, no, it no, it's not. The Wii's reasonable, and a couple years ago it was the it gift. I wouldn't okay, well, I wouldn't say it's reasonable. it's reasonable. It's like oh hey grandma, here's a Wii. Happy it's Happy re- Christmas. It's re- it's reasonable. I mean it's 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 two hundred bucks or two fifty. I mean that's for Christmas gifts. I mean, for somebody you care about, that's pretty okay. reasonable. Okay, do we need to outline the demographic, or we just should, should say the if the it tech gift or techie gift or? Or so you saying like something we want but probably would not pay for, <laughs> like uh like Google I'll TV on that Sony, that Sony Google TV thing is is that big enough? Mm. I'm not sold on Google TV. I heard they're already getting blocked by cable companies, so you can't access their on-demand services. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, see, that's the thing. They have to give you a cable card. I mean, they don't have a say in that. It's, it's the law. I mean, if if you go to your cable company, you say, I have a TiVo or I have a Google TV. Can you give me a cable card? You might have to pay for it, but they have to give you one. Yeah, they're going to give one, but it's going to be a GIMP card, so you can't access who cares, everything. Who cares about on-demand anyway? Who watches that crap? Well, you, you can't have on-demand with the cable card anyway. It's not, it's not, that functionality isn't built in because it's not two-way. So you, I mean, you, you can't do it. I had a Comcast box living in 105 Kimball and various other places. We had a Comcast box for like three years, and I probably watched one movie on-demand. Whoopee. Certainly I've, didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've, I've had I've had Comcast for years, never once watching an on demand show or I mean, movies or anything. That's that's a small price to pay to have Hulu and whatnot on your on your on your television screen. Yeah. I agree. But, but I would tell you my mom, the, uh-huh. I would tell you mine would be a TV. <laughs> mine would probably be a boxy box, which is sort of like a ghoul TV, but it's better. <laughs> well, well, back to the topic at hand. Like, that is a topic at hand. Well, I, I know, but I was, <laughs> was going to give you my 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 theories for the it gift. Uh, I think the obvious answer here is the iPad. Meh. Yeah. Because d- despite it being completely stupid, people are still like, "Ooh, it's pretty," and they're going to get it. My uh, thing, my thing is the people that want an iPad already have one. Yeah, they're, I think they're so. not going to wait. They're not going to wait till Christmas. And if, and, it, drop, and, if, so. and if 500 bucks, that's not something you could be like, hey, grandma, have an iPad. <laughs> I mean, I love my I love my grandmothers, but 500 bucks is a little much. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm 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 hoping the it gift is Windows Phone 7. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. And nope. and what's also kind of in the running is Connect, but I doubt it. Yeah, I think Connect and uh, what's the move? Yeah, the, I mean, it's, it's obvious those are going to sell Game Busters this holiday season. Hey, there's a million out there already of the move. <laughs> they're out there. So? <laughs> think they're going to be they're going to be sold out for to acquire. All right, no. Back, no. back back to my topic at hand: the boxy box, <laughs> two hundred bucks, and it does everything you want. Okay, yeah. Search the internet. Um, it plays. It has Hulu and all of those stuff built in. Plays every video format. Um, it's networkable to your computers. Um, HD comes with a QWERTY keyboard. Yeah, H- it does HD. How about um, just the it, Apple TV at ninety nine dollars though? Integrates with Facebook and Twitter. 
Oh wow. Huh? Well, yeah, I guess that would be cool too. Apple. But that sounds better than just buy, you know trying to build a super cheap PC. But then yeah. you run the chance this, of it not being. This able thing to... plays everything. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a huge every, every every video format. Like that's the only problem I have with like the 360. You cannot play Matroska MKV files with it. And like nine percent. No. Well, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it plays everything. Like the boxy box plays everything. I don't think. I don't think the um 360 plays OGMs. Yeah, well, yeah 360 doesn't. Yeah, it won't. It won't even play like high definition uh XVID files. Oh, well, really? anything over a certain resolution. Well, I've tried to play like like uh, 720p uh, XVID files and it wouldn't play. So it'll play yeah, those uh, H.264 that your camera uh, records in. That's about the HD I know it'll do. Wow, that sucks. But yeah, I just I don't I don't think there's a breakout must have tech gift this year. I just I wish the 3ds would have came out, but Nintendo said yeah. If, they knew they if, could if the 3ds yeah, if the 3ds was gonna be out this Christmas, that would definitely be it. At they did that on purpose because they knew the eBay market was gonna be. <laughs> they don't they don't care. Yes, they do. That's they I'm don't pretty sure they, they do. Care. If they cared, they would make more. More they would make more DSs if they cared. Anytime they're selling something and they don't get money for it, I'm I'm sure they care. It's that's like that's like the gray market for used games. It's sort of the same thing, you know. They're I mean, not making money. I mean, so so to, so to categorize it a little bit for for the younger people, probably connect and move, and for the older people, it will probably be the Amazon Kindle or the. Uh, Apple iPad. That's that's pretty much the way I'm looking at it. And for awesome people like me, it'll be the boxy box. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that's what's going on eBay. Moves, connects, yeah. Kindles, and iPads. But I mean, well, does, I don't know. It, do you it, guys agree with me in in the sense that you know there isn't just that one thing that you're like, oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, I gotta have that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Carl, I don't think it's gonna be any any of those. We're not gonna see cropping up on eBay. I don't yeah. believe. I don't yeah. believe because I wanted a 3ds, and that was like the only thing I I could think of that would have been could have been, you know, you know, everybody going crazy over for the holiday. And I was like, I was just thinking about like, there's really nothing that I want other than a television. But I've always wanted a television. And I'm just waiting on the prices to drop. There's sure no specific will. TV I want. Just yeah. a cheap HD TV. Cause mm-hmm. I need a television as well. I got cable, but I have no TV. I was <laughs> 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 oh, talking about getting the car before the horse. <laughs> oh wow! It's like having a tank of gas but no car. So. <laughs> Peanut butter and no bread. Oh, so you oh, at least you gotta just go to the center or something. Just uh, CR. Yeah, go to a garage sale and get you a CRT. Wow. Go to like a pawn shop. <laughs> yeah, I only got another month to go. Yeah, hit Pookie up on the block, man. Be like, Pookie, I need a TV. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess this is the end of the Techpedition podcast. Stay connected to the guys here at Techpedition. Visit us on Facebook. Like us. Um, send us on some Facebook. stuff on Twitter. Yeah, you can like people on Facebook, can't you? Yes, you can. And I'm on Twitter. You can follow us, or you can send us a message, or you could just visit us at 
twitter.com slash techpedition. Um, we have some videos on Vimeo and also YouTube. Um, so, you know, check that stuff out. Send us an email at fans at techpedition.com or you can go to our contact page, which has a nice capture to make sure you're not a bot. Um, and, um, you can send us an email that way. And I think that's about it for plugs. Do you guys have any plugs? Oh, yeah, if you're in Hatt- – well, I guess it doesn't matter because this won't go out today. But if you're in Hattiesburg, we're playing a Friday night at the Boom Boom Room, the Tom Foolish. Yeah, all right. Uh, again, I look for my coverage of the launch of Rock Band 3, uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, and Fable 3 sometime next week. Uh, I will be covering it at the GameStop in Flowood. Dude, get, get your hands on that pro guitar, man. I want to see that pop up in a video. Oh, if if I can, I don't even know if they'll have one. How much is that pro guitar? It's like a hundred and fifty bucks, something like that. Mm, I guess it's not too bad for just a guitar. Not the guitar. In well, the no, game. it's yeah, a that's real just a guitar. No, that's no, the, the real that's guitar. That's the real guitar, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no, that's no. not the real guitar. Okay, no, that's the but that's the buttony guitar. Oh. oh, I was thinking it was the real one. My bad. I don't think they've read, even announced a price range for the for the real one yet. Dude, that's gonna be so hard to play though. Like, okay, when I was, I'll give you an example. When I first learned how to play guitar, you know, you can either look at your hand, you'll, you'll have to, you're, you're going to have to look down. You're going to have to look at where your hands are. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you can't look down where your hands are and look at the screen at the same time unless you got like spider eyes or something. So that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. There ain't going to be no whipping out the pro tracks and just going to town. You're going to have to actually practice. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess that makes sense. That, that's the only aspect of Rock Band 3 I'm not looking forward to. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing about Rock Band, though, is you can pick up and play, you know. It's... Yeah. yeah it, it, that, that, that mode is definitely not going to be for everyone. Yeah, the reviews are popping up already, and some dudes are saying, like, it's the last music game you'll ever want on. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for um coming on and thank you folks at home or at work for walking down the street or in your car they're listening. Have a good evening. Afternoon or night. Or morning even. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Go south, 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 very, very quick. Go south. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty.